1: Hey, everybody, welcome to Say Yes to Spirit. So glad you've joined us. My name is Tracy, and Leslie will be joining us in just a minute. But I love the top of the show. I love being able to remind you, and I guess if I'm honest, I'm really reminding myself that it is a choice. It's a choice to say yes spirit. It's a choice to take a few minutes and remind myself that life is really busy and life is really um, fun and there's so much to do but none of that is more important than saying yes to spirit. So Having the show is an opportunity to to remember and to actually intentionally choose to say yes to spirit and to allow that to always be working in my life. So really glad that you joined us today. And our theme, every week we have a theme, and our theme this week is proof. (laughs) Proof. Yes, so we'll be talking a lot more about that. But we and what that means because some of you are probably <laughs> like, oh, oh, really people. what? Um and as, if you are a regular listener, you know that sometimes our things seem really obtuse or stupid. <laughs>
0: Thank you for saying that you don't seem stupid, Leslie, but the theme theme. And, uh, but you
1: also, if you're a regular listener, know that what we always end up coming back to is, oh, it's all spirit. Mm. So today our theme is proof, but before we get into our theme for the week, we always like to connect the dots with our most recent theme, which was self-worth. And, um...
0: And when you hear
1: the
0: Connected Dots music, it's, that's, it gets very excited. Yes. You know, it's interesting because thinking about proof and, and, and kind of knowing what I think about that, um, there's an easy Connected Dots with self-worth because my self-worth I will prove in thousands of different ways. And if I have my sense of self, I am in my higher self, and my spiritual self then I will find proof of that everywhere. Yes. And if I'm feeling my lower sense of self and my victimhood and my life doesn't work out, well I will find proof of that. Yes. And so um and so that's a nice little connected dot that actually is is a fairly deep connected dots. Usually they're superficial. But this one's a little bit deeper, but that's really true. I will find proof for whatever my self esteem is resonating. Whatever whatever level I am resonating in I will find proof to support that. Because spirit always says yes, (laughs) yes, yes, (laughs) of course it does. Okay, so um,
1: Great Connected Dots, please hang with us, we're going to take a little break and then we'll come back and focus on today's theme of proof. You're listening to Say Yes to Spirit with Tracy and Leslie, and our theme this week is proof, and of course, um, in a show about how spirituality lives in your life, how you invite spirituality to live in your life, of course, you would assume that means, you know, proof. How do you know that there is proof of God, and what do you look for? to prove that God is operating in your life or operating as your life. And so we're going to explore this idea of um, proof, how we know what is uh, God expressing or how we know that God is paying attention to little unimportant (laughs) me.
0: You know, this is a quandary for me, really, this topic. It's quite the quandary because I have fairly strong feelings in two opposite directions. Isn't that exciting? And unlike me, I usually pick a side and stick to it. No matter what. Bleeding okay. all the way. I am stuck to my side. Okay, so let me see if I can outline the two sides and then you can tell me which one's right and then I'll feel better. And, and, and then the that That's it. That's it. Then I'll be resolved. So I have this one um, idea that asking spirit, God for proof, saying, I want blank, and kind of demanding it and, uh, you know, claiming it, and as the Bible says, speak it into existence, and the science of mind is all, you know, I think that is important, and I think, um, you know, I will demand to see a red bird. I will say, I need to see a red bird. I need a sign. I need some sort of something that you're there, and I expect to see a red bird, and I'll see a red bird. And when I work with the women in the jail and talk with them, I'll say, you know, as you're learning your spirituality, as you're doing your meditation, as you're starting your daily practice, start asking for things. Start expecting to see things. And one woman who was so cute, she said, I told God I wanted hot water. Hot water and she was like, I got up and I had hot water. And you know, and then it was like this aha moment or, you know, I wanted a visit from my dad, you know, I got the visit from my dad. So so I'm all into that. I think, yes, I think we should, you know, I want proof. I want to see something, I, and I can define what I want to see, and I need to see it, and I should get it, and the Spirit will give it to me. And then the other side of me with equal vengeance, and equal vengeance, that's not a oh right God. word. <laughs> 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 equal, equal excitement, <laughs> equal passion, equal something. Um, I have this idea that it's not about the external proof. That the change has to happen in me and if I change that the actual change happens in me through my awakening and that nothing on the outside has to change to prove to me it's it's something inside that awakens that simply remembers that then the proof on the outside is completely irrelevant And, and that was also demonstrated by an incident in the jail just yesterday, which I thought was, and I spoke this to the whole pod, this one little girl probably in her early 30s was, uh, went to court a few months ago, they set her uh, release date for uh, yesterday and um, she was ready and, you know, she was going home and she had her mom to pick her up and they took her to court the day before she was supposed to be released, and they said, oh, we changed our mind. We're going to send you to treatment for four months, prison treatment, which is really not treatment. We shouldn't even use that word treatment. We should just say prison um, where you go to classes. But anyway, so uh, so when she came back from court, I happened to be in the pod, and she looked at me and she said, you know, this is just, I think the system is really screwed up. But there must be something that I'm supposed to be getting out of going there. So I'm really excited about this. And, you know, and I get to stay here a little bit longer because the wait is a while. So I'll get to have more classes here. So, you know, I'm really learning. And it's really good for me to be here. And and she was just, everything was positive. You know, the system sucks, yes, and I had that statement. But then it was right into what is the good coming out of this. So the proof wow. would have been horrible. There's no proof of God there, right? God, you know, I'm supposed to go home and God do it. It must be the devil. You know, all these other languages, that people, were, other ways people were responding. So to me, her internal sense was the proof in the external circumstance had, you know, would, would quote, unquote, prove the opposite of spirit, quote, unquote, but because she had such a strong inner sense, the external proof was unnecessary. So do you see the two polar opposites? Do you see my discord? Do you see my disconcern, my anxiety, my inner vengeance, apparently? <laughs> You're funny. Do you get it? So to me, they're, what you described are the exact same thing. Two things? The two no, things? They're, Looking they're for the they're red bird? Is it, uh, no, there are only one. Hot, it only very one. Si- they seem very very different. I want the hot water or I want to go home and I didn't go home. Tell me how they were going. Please I'll feel better. Well,
1: okay, so let's to me they sounded <laughs> the same as I'm listening as I was listening to you because so the example of the young woman who thought she was gonna be released but then is sentenced to treatment and yet she came back and said, And here's why this is good, I get to stay here a little bit longer because I'm getting these classes and then I'll go to treatment. So, see, to me what that says is her depth, her shift that happened inside her before the court changed its mind, mm-hmm. quote-unquote,
0: mm-hmm.
1: was that she, her demand was to get better and mm-hmm. to be a positive, you know, not get sucked back into whatever it was that got her into jail and to be able to have these skills and tools that she's beginning to learn Mm -hmm. in order to have a better life. And the judge doesn't release her out into the real world where she doesn't have that support and puts her in in a series of events for four months that is gonna give her more strength, more confidence, more awareness and it, to me, it's proof that God is listening to what is in her heart of what she wants. So it may not look the same as what she thought, but the fact that she wasn't, like, crazy upset, that she wasn't being released, mm-hmm. it was affirming that which she really wants for herself. And the reason it sounds the same to me is because in your first examples, um to me, it was like, yeah, the shift happens internally. And even though I place a demand on the universe for something specific, it's because internally I've made a shift that this is what it's going to look like. So if you say, How I want to see, if you say I want to see a red see a river, then what's happened internally is you've already made the shift that. I want I want to feel good about what's going on in my life right now, and my symbol for that is a redbird. Mm-hmm. And so you've already made the shift. I know that my grandma's watching out for me. Mm. You've made that shift internally.
0: Not always. Yeah, I'm, well, I, sometimes I'm crying on the curb desperate for the redbird. Where the hell's the yes. redbird? And
1: when you've demanded the redbird, <laughs> you've told yourself, uh-huh. Really, everything is all right in the
0: world. Sitting on the curb, crying.
1: I'm going to see a red bird. <laughs> you made the shift inside yourself
0: by saying, "Oh, by by having the by claiming by, the red bird." I see. I, see. I know everything oh, is I all right. So now I'm
1: going to start looking for I everything that's all right, and know, the red bird saying. appears. I because you have to know what it is that you're believing in for it to show up. And the hot water, the reason I didn't start with the hot water, even though you gave that first, is because you <laughs> or, told the hot water story oh, yeah. about the woman in the jail who wanted just wanted a hot shower and wanted hot water for her shower. And then these seemingly impossible circumstances occurred, and the guards asked her if she wanted to take a shower, and she was in there, and it was hot because there weren't, Ten other people taking showers at the same time. I mean, amazing, right? But in her internal, she had made the shift. I deserve a shower with hot water, and I don't know how it's going to happen, but it's going to happen.
0: Okay, this is really deep. It's very deep. Okay, so, because this is very confusing to me, because I think it's just as likely that she could have had cold water. And the conviction could have been just as as strong, but she might not have gotten the hot water. And the idea of whether I have hot water or cold water, see the redbird or not see the redbird, that I have that conviction, that, that I become my own proof, which then... Does mystically create the hot water and the red bird every time, and then you get in this flow of zen, like you know, all green light day, and you walk through walls. And you walk through walls, which is absolutely possible if you put your mind to it. If I put when I when I focus all my energy when I have nothing to do but sit around and zen and zen that, I can not do it. I know I can. But but it's, it's it, do you see that fine little kind of twist there? It's like I don't. If I'm looking to the hot water of the bird to prove, then I, then I'm, it's external. I see what you're saying. It's external. And but
1: if you're looking for it to prove something, you're probably, well, I was getting ready to say you probably are pushing it away because you don't really believe it.
0: I'm still in doubt.
1: But I won't, I, I was going to say that, and as I was Getting ready to say it, I was like, "Well, that's not always true because um, sometimes we, in our humanness, are so frustrated, or like you said, sitting on the curb crying. I mean, we're so hurt mm-hmm. or afraid mm-hmm. um, or in shame, resistance, blame, any whatever. Pick, pick whatever emotion mm-hmm. you want to pick um, that we." Our brain doesn't believe it, but where belief lives is not in our brain. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Belief lives in ourselves, in our heart. Mm -hmm. When I truly believe that God, I live in a friendly universe and God is always working for my best and highest good, Mm -hmm. whatever is coming at me on the physical plane, It's not that I'm completely unaffected by it. It hurts, or I'm afraid. But when my deeper, stronger, trained thought, belief, then I can ask for the red bird, but I'm not asking for the red bird out of total disbelief. I'm asking for the red bird from the belief that I know how the universe works, and, you know, and this reminder of encouragement and love is going to show up. I just know it is. I know it is, even though right in this moment I'm so afraid and, and, you know. Mm. And so I think it's that. It's like what, how strong is your sense of belief? When people are first learning about law of attraction and they get their, you know, training instructions to find a parking space, right? Mm-hmm. Or um, everywhere you go, look for a penny on the ground because you're trying to attract money, right? Look for a penny or a dollar. You know, you don't send people out when they're first learning the law of attraction and say, you know, look for $100,000 because of their level of belief you won't support that. But if you can get people to believe that you can find a park, that a parking space will be open and available for you, and eight out of ten times it is, you know, wherever they want to park, if they want to park far away to protect their car or they want to park close up so they can, whatever mm-hmm. in their mind is a good parking space. Mm-hmm. And they see that beginning to happen maybe first 50% of the time. And then they get up to eight. Out of ten times, or nine out of ten times, then they believe it. Then they can attract something more, more tangible and more important to them. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I think it's the shift still always happens internally, and then the other problem is time. Right. So there is no time and space in God. There is no time and space in the divine. And the moment you demand it with clarity and conviction, it is done in divine mind. But we live in a human, in a physical universe. And so I think that's, you know, that phrase that I know I have used way more than I probably should, but delay is not denial. That just because it doesn't happen five minutes from now, even though I demanded it with clarity and compassion,
0: doesn't mean it's not going to happen. I think that touches on something that probably is my misconception because I can't imagine anything would be wrong in the science of mind. But um, one of the things that I I have uh, pondering about is this concept of once I stayed in clarity, and, and, and that's a very classic line that I hear in science of mind, and I don't hear as much about, even though I do hear superficially, but I don't hear as much about that it really has to be a shift in my belief system, and that, and that, that, that the affirmations and my statement and my speaking it and my all of these things that I'm doing, what it's doing is is changing my belief system, and then even on a deeper level, my belief system then has to somehow fire up the gas grill around the idea that I deserve it, that I can receive it, and then the molecules come to me. And so so what I think, why, why for me personally, because I am a tucker, you know, I can say it. I can make it feel good. But I don't believe it really, and I certainly don't think I'm worthy of receiving it. So, you know, it's like this sort of classic, push-pull kind of thing. And so, and in those moments of, you know, when, when I do, and again, and see, this is another ponder. Am I just full of ponder? It's just such a ponder. Because again, to me, ultimately, because I don't, I, I, I claim a mystical kind of life, I don't think that I have to go through all that speaking it into existence and changing my beliefs and then gearing up the gas drill to be able to receive it Ultimately, my philosophy, this could be just mine, is that all that, well, that part totally, all that can, just doesn't have to happen. All I have to do is just remember who I am. God expressing, period. That's all I have to do. I don't have to say a certain thing. I don't have to say five steps. I don't have to say a certain prayer. I don't have to, you know, sit outside in the full moon naked. You know, I don't have to do any of these things. I just have to remember the truth. I, who I, she's shaking her head. I think it was the sitting under the full moon It was moon sitting outside. I mean, the, some people do that, right? Yes. Science yes. of Mind is five. I'm just hoping that step step nobody
1: listening is thinking that you're <laughs> saying in Science of Mind <laughs> no, that's a a Science of Mind
0: is the five steps. Yes, yes. Yeah. 12-step like like programs, it. serenity prayer, and then, you know, giving People are confused enough earth. about <laughs> <laughs> what science, science of the Mind is is you
1: can, And I surely don't want uh, people God forbid. thinking that's what I. <laughs> that
0: might help us if we yeah. sat outside naked. Under the full moon. <laughs> Under the full, full moon. moon. That's the important part. Yes, it is. Um, oh. But these, so my so my point being that you know ultimately the proof coming in the manifestation of these things that we say we're co-creating is much more. Than, it takes much more than just. According to science, it takes much more than just claiming it. It takes the belief and the ability yeah, to receive well, it. Well, and then if you're a mystic, you just wake up and you just are. See, maybe well, that's why I like the, mysticism because it seems much simpler. So
1: today, I'm, I'm, I <laughs> guess I'm going through a process of. <laughs> but see, it sounds like the same thing to me. <laughs> if, I'm a a mystic, if I'm a mystic, if I'm a mystic, if I am awake. Huh? Mm -hmm. I believe I can receive it because I am creating it and it's all one and I'm God. And so I'm doing the same thing. It's because I'm not operating at the level of mystic. When I'm saying my affirmations, you know, once an hour of every waking hour, it's not because I'm trying to convince God. No. I'm trying to... I am convincing myself Human. that I actually can have it, mm-hmm. can receive it, am worthy of it, know what to do with it, whatever it is, depending on what I'm asking for or what I'm envisioning, envisioning for my life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And yes, when I'm at that point where it is so ingrained in me that absolutely I have a clear picture of what it is and what I'm gonna do with it, and how perfect it is for me. Yeah, as you said, then the molecules just like come at me warp speed. But you have to
0: have the belief in the receiving. It's not just the well, clear picture.
1: Well, yeah, it's both. And that's what the, yeah. the saying, the affirmations over mm. and over it does. It, it continues to clarify the picture of what it looks like to have that thing or to be that person, and um, and my level of, be- it's doing both belief and clarity. My level of belief that I can receive it, that I can be that, right. that I can the have belief. that, yeah. is expanding. And so when it gets to the point where it is so- strong, solid, and powerful, then yes, it's amazing how quickly it you know manifests and it shows up. And I have my proof that I am one with God. I mean, just when we think about proof. Or Mm -hmm. in Science of Mind you know, we talk a lot about demonstration. Having your prayer having a demonstration from your spiritual mind treatment or from your affirmative prayer. And it is not that we that you are proving that God exists. You are proving that you you are demonstrating there is a demonstration of what you have de- demanded declared claimed mm-hmm. to be true. And uh, it is really interesting for me as a as a practitioner there are so many times when I will do prayer for or with someone and you know I don't in my prayer until I have felt their shift, I know it is done. I know this is the truth for that person. I have no doubt at all about it. And uh, so, you know, if someone comes back a couple weeks later and they're like, you'll never believe it, this happened, blah, 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 this is how it look. I'm excited for them and in my humanness, I can be like, yeah, wow, that's amazing, right? But in my practitioner-ish hat, it's like, uh, yeah, of course. I mean, right. I, it was done the moment I said, and so it is. It was done, and I knew it was done. I didn't know how it was going to show up exactly. I didn't know when it was going to show up exactly. But
0: I have no doubt that it was going to show up. Well, that can't, that, that can't possibly be true. Because look at Tracy, like, well, you should see the look she's giving me. Like, what are you doing, my Willis? You can until they believe it. Someone could go through a whole life and they could have the most perfect practitioner believing it. Until they have that themselves, it's not going to manifest. Oh yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you. Okay. What I'm saying is, at the moment I
1: in that do the prayer, mm-hmm. I know it's done. And I believe it. So when they come back to me two weeks later, that part of me is not at all surprised. And the human part of me sometimes is amazed because I knew when they walked away they still didn't believe it. But
0: what if they come back to you two weeks and say, this isn't happening? And they come and they have the same prayer. And two weeks later they come back. And for the next 20 years they come every two weeks and the oh, yes. second thing is not happening. Yes. And every two weeks. It's just as clear in your mind. It's just as manifested. Oh, it's no. just as whatever. And, we, and yes. this, there are, are two people who
1: immediately came to mind as you were talking who, as much as I see the truth of who they are, I know that they don't see the truth of who they are, and they get inspired for the moment when I do a prayer, and they believe it for five minutes, And I could talk to them or see them the very next day, and they are back in their old story. And their old story not only has more believability, but they tell the old story over and over. So they're constantly reinforcing the old story. And yes, these two people in particular, I can say that I have done prayer for and with them for both of them for more than three years and I can so see who they really are, but they can't see it. And so they are continuing to evidence what they believe about themselves. Do practitioners give homework?
0: Yes, sometimes. You tell them things to do. Yeah,
1: sometimes and sometimes people
0: do it, and sometimes <laughs> people don't. No, 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 I get that. No, I get that. So, but there is some direction. Here's 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 work to do. You know, right, I think that's practices
1: to right, right, practice. Right. Go read this <clears throat> and come back and talk about it, especially right. when we're doing sessions more so than just a prayer after service on oh, Sunday. Oh, right, sure, sure, sure. Although sometimes, depending on what it is. On Sunday, you know, a, somebody will just ask for a prayer. Uh-huh. They're not asking for coaching or counseling, or you know, like they're asking for the miracle of a prayer that's going to change my world. But, but they don't you laugh it. at that? That could possibly well. If they 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 believe it'll work. Yeah, if they believe it because yeah, they believe it. They believe it. Mm-hmm. It's like when Jesus said, "You know, step that, out
0: onto the water." Didn't He tell them to step out on the water?
1: Yes, and it and. It worked because yes. you believe in it. But I was thinking about the story <laughs> of the person who touched his the hem oh, of the yeah. garment. Right. And right. his response, you know, was, you know, basically, I didn't do right. anything. It's your belief right. that by touching the hem right. of my garment, there would be a complete and total healing. That it, it is your belief that caused the healing to evidence into physical form. Oh, right so yeah, and actually it's really good. Um, you know, we're training some some we have a few people who are in the last stages of training to be licensed. Baby practitioners. practitioners. And um no, they'll be full practitioners from the basically so and um and what's so interesting for me, and I think it's so important when people are being trained to be prayer partners or chaplains or licensed practitioners or ministers or whatever, that there's that frequent reminder, you know, you, Mr. or Miss Practitioner, you are not doing the healing. You are not doing the healing. You are not, a, you, you know, you are not that powerful. <laughs> You have some processes, you have some tools, you have some resources that you are using, but really it is God that is doing whatever is done, and God can only do for that person what that person believes. Mm-hmm. And you can know it, and you know I can know it, and I can influence all the information that's in universal mind about that person. Right. The the totality of this person's wholeness and wellness, God knows that. I can oh, well, know that, but I can't overpower the individual's knowing.
0: So what's the purpose of knowing that? Who cares if you know it? If I don't know it, what difference does it make in my life if you know it? I'm happy for you. But if I don't know it, if you're not teaching me how to know it, what, what what what? How is that helping me? Or to remember it. <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm
1: reminding you to remember it. Right.
0: Okay. Yes. So okay. So that 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 I can get excited about.
1: I'm reminding you Yes. You, you to are holding it. the truth
0: until I remember it for myself. And because I am. I am
1: a a, a piece a of that universal mind right, right, that right. is holding on to the truth of who you right. are. Because your part of universal mind is sending out this little beep, beep, My My battery is dying. My house will never sell. I'm unhealthy. You know, beep, beep, beep. And I'm sending out this boom, boom, boom
0: counteracting some of that. And I'm connecting with the boom, boom because I have the boom, boom. And you ask for prayer.
1: You right. asked for prayer. Right, right, right. I mean, you know, this person has come to ask for prayer. Good. They've got some level of belief of that there can be a shift. They've right. got some level of belief. <laughs> there is something better. There is more for me. Mm-hmm. So they've got some level of belief. They've got some desire to change. Mm-hmm. So in requesting prayer, and re- I'm requesting a change right. to a condition. Right. And so their little beats, 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 hopefully are getting less. But, in the, you know, there are people, and I, there are a lot of people, who, um, you know, are in the habit of asking for prayer as if someone else can change, they don't have to do any work. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've said that to a few people um, in the last, three years of, um, you know, asking the question either, so why is it that you're asking for prayer in terms of not what are you trying to change, but why are you asking for prayer when you don't really believe that anything's going to change? If you don't really want change, then don't ask for prayer. It's the the, um, old anonymous, you know. Tough love. Wisdom. What do they call the wisdom, like from your grandparents and great-grandparents? It's not a proverb. It's like a, a wise, wise or, tale or something. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever it is that it's called <laughs> that's escaping me for right now. But the, um, you know, the phrase, if you're going to pray, don't worry. If you're gonna worry, don't pray. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It's like, where are you gonna put your energy? Are you gonna put your energy worrying about restating, continually telling the story about how bad things are, Mm -hmm. and how worried you and scared you are about it? Or are you gonna pray, and then put all your following energy in in the energy of prayer for the shift, Prayer for the change, prayer for what I really want in my life, which is peace, joy, love. Whatever, if if all of our words are prayers, (coughs) which sometimes I remind myself, like if I find myself kind of being uncharacteristically negative or feeling a little overwhelmed by some of the things that are stressful in my life, I'll remind myself, everything you say is a prayer. And what that does for me is it keeps me from continuing, everyone I talk to, continuing to tell them how bad things are, how scary it is, how it's not working out, how I don't know I'm getting all this done, because, oh, if everything I say (coughs) is a prayer, and I say that a hundred times in the course of a day, and I just do my prayer for order and divine wisdom once in the morning and once in the night, guess what? The 98 times I said the worry stuff right. is not going to overpower the two times I said the real mm-hmm. stuff. So, so I think we always are getting proof.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, that's a classic thing, right? If you want to know what you believe, look, look at what's your life. happening in your life, and that's proof of what you believe. What you believe, what you talk about, what you think about. Mm-hmm. Which is just really should make me want to jump off a cliff, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or but know. I have hope. I have hope. Um, it, so uh, it, it is a it is a it is a ponderous thing this idea of proof because. Um I I'm trying to remember what Sunday that uh Michael what's Michael's name at the Center for Spiritual Living Dallas. Michael Brundy. Michael Brundy. He did a uh sermon that uh science and mind people like to call talks. Um on <laughs> one Sunday in March. And he had an amazing theme that said, uh Change your thinking. When you change your thinking, everything changes. And that is a classic Al Anon. When you change what you think about something, the something changes, right? Is that what you said? I, I wasn't there. I, oh I was, I was <laughs> I bet you hand. said I was saying the wrong thing. When you change your thinking about something
1: Well, I know that one everything
0: of... changes.
1: Yeah, that Michael really loves um, that, the saying of when you change what you think about. It's not coming to me. And it's not original to him. It's a Wayne Dyer, I think, quote.
0: Um, But it'll come to me in a minute as soon as we stop trying to think of it. Right. But 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 he but that quote and that I think that sort of somehow resonates more with how what I think is the ultimate form of my idea is that when I change how I'm thinking about something I change so the actual external thing I may or may not get released from prison but how I think about my life is not dependent on that external thing because i've changed how i think about my life and my life is you know growing and loving and being this lighthouse on the hill and you know i am in awareness of the truth of who i am so this external thing that i have been focusing on as needing to change or needing proof because i changed how i think about that i've changed so therefore it may or may not change, and I've still changed.
1: Exactly. The physical environment or conditions don't have to change.
0: So see, but that's for interesting.
1: me to change everything about who, how I
0: see myself and how I choose to go through the conditions. But these kind of, you know, the movie The Secret and people that are kind of on this path of, you know, I want the million dollars or I want the pink Cadillac and I'm going to think my way there and I'm going to want the proof that this works by getting the pink Cadillac. It's sort of a superficial kind of thing. It's not a really inner shift to, you know, awakening, you know, an, an awakening to the truth of who I am. Yeah, I think a lot of
1: the reaction, a lot of the cautious or negative reaction to the film The Secret from people who are yes. very grounded spiritually was that the 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 book and the film The Secret encouraged people who didn't have the depth of spiritual understanding of the ideas of the law of attraction to to believe that yeah, if I want anything, I want that external, superficial, you know, um, physical manifest that this is like these are, it's a secret. These are the tricks to make it happen and encourage people to focus on these external measures of success or power that come in the form of the home we have, the car we drive, the, you know, whatever in our culture. And for folks who had a spiritually grounded understanding of the law of attraction, the secret was great because, you know, it was like putting it into tangible form, but you understood it was deeper than that. Um, But a lot of people just began to, yeah, react to think, oh, if I want a red bike, as it is in the film, all I have to do is think about a red bike and... Voila, it's magic, it's going to occur, but it's not really magic, it's the law of attraction.
0: And what's fascinating, and see here, I keep going back to the same kind of ponder. Once I give up this idea that I have to focus on and create this red bike, once I get into, you know, being in some sort of shift of awareness of who I am, all the red bikes in the world come to me naturally, without effort. It's interesting, I started reading this book, well, I got this book last night and I read the first page, so, um, called The Abundance Book. I bet Tracy Brown's heard of The Abundance Book. Have you heard of The Abundance Book? Which one? Something, something, Randolph, John Randolph?
1: John Philip Randolph, John yeah. Philip
0: Randolph? See, I knew the Tracy Brown one. No, that's
1: it. not right.
0: John Price Randolph? Yes.
1: John Philip Randolph is the labor guy.
0: Ah-ha! Uh-huh. <laughs> John Price? price uh, yes it is. it's price Randolph. Yeah, he and um, and he the little one the 40 yeah, day practice the 40 one, day practice it's one. really powerful it, is yeah. it i'm doing it baby watch me grow um and it was interesting on the first page he talked about that our natural state is that of just tremendous abundance that the human that the that our natural spiritual state is one of complete abundance and that the human overlay of that has comes in and and tells me something convinces me of something that's untrue right so I guess I just keep coming back to that ponder if I'm you know focusing on the pink Cadillac and not focusing on finding the truth of changing how I think which is why I like Michael's talk so much because he wasn't really saying do a treatment to find the pink Cadillac, he was saying, change how I think about the pink Cadillac, and then suddenly the pink Cadillac and is there. If you
1: still want a pink Cadillac, once so you, you might plane, want to, yeah, you right, might want Right at a that point you might want airstreamer a airstreamer or something, a plane. Uh, oh, like I was going to say uh, a Prius, because... <laughs> you know, oh, you're that. You know, <laughs> I'm like, oh, bigger. <laughs> uh, and not, on, not in terms of... Oh, plane, on an island. it's... It's you know fuel efficient, yes yes, but yeah, and you know what's what's really um interesting to me about the the whole conversation about yes, how once you shift your internal,
0: mm-hmm.
1: what you look for or the value you give the external is different, so um so yeah, you might want the pink Cadillac. And then when you shift the inside, you get the pink Cadillac, but you appreciate it for a different reason. It's mm-hmm. not to impress the other people. Right. It's really to affirm something about yourself versus having an ex- the external impact of it. You know, Reverend Ike, which is so funny, Reverend Ike got so much um bad press, and people didn't like him because hmm, river mike i don't know river Mike. because he was he was a well he was a, he, poor, well he forever no Ike. longer alive oh forever um and he you know wore meat coats and wore, was chauffeured and had um a lot of physical wealth mhm. And, of course, there were folks who are like, you're a preacher and you're getting money from people mm. and, you know, you should have a more modest lifestyle. Mm. And, um, and the idea which he and several <laughs> other spiritual leaders along the way have said was, you know, if we're telling people that you can have an abundant life but we can't pay our rent or, you know, I can't pay my rent or I can't afford to get my car repaired, I mean, God says I can have the entire kingdom. And if I don't model that for the people who are following me, then what's the point? And in Reverend Ike's case, I will say that, you know, he modeled it unlike some of the people we've had in recent times who have been televangelists, who, you know, were getting millions and millions of dollars and they were becoming personally wealthy, but... Not doing anything really to help mm-hmm. the world. Um, you know, he, Reverend Ike set up ministries and you know did a lot of good for the community and for his followers and and taught a really grounded spiritual message. And it wasn't give money to me so I can be so grand. Right. He yes. actually created a ministry that has you know survived him owned lots of property that survived him, that feeds the church, and, um you know, and so it was a little different.
0: And they said the regard. same thing about Ernest Holmes, did they not? Because he was in the Depression era, and apparently he had a lot of money, and there were some people, you know, that would feel he was not something because he had, you know. um Right, you should be more modest. You yeah. should live more simply and... Um, it, you know,
1: anytime something starts with you should, it, yeah. it, it you know, should it should
0: yeah. make your, you know, the question come in your head, should, whose who's guidelines are those, right? Um, and it's a fascinating point because the, it's the authenticity, you know, Reverend Mike and Arnie Solms obviously, you know, I would feel my sense of it is that theirs was an authentic sense of abundance and these, you know, other people that have the sort of the give me your money and... God won't kill me. Kind of evildoers. Did I say that? Uh, but those kind of people aren't so pure in their intention. But the external seems quite the same. So it's a really um, it's a fascinating ponder to really kind of be able to look deeper into what is the what's the internal message beneath the external because the external may look the same. So really, the only one that knows. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, it's funny. I will ask when
1: I am asked to do prayer with someone or for someone, I often will ask them this question. You know, they tell me what the condition is or they tell me what they want prayer for. And I will... Right, and they'll be like, okay, Tracy, pray. You know, like, okay, do Tracy, it. May, right, do right. It. Like, oh, come on, let's go.
0: Scratch the sticks I, together and make the fire.
1: And I'll often take a deep breath and go, okay, yeah, I, I got it, I got it. I've just got to ask you one question. You know, it's like the Columbo thing. Oh, yeah, just one more thing. And it's the question I often ask is, you know, this prayer is going to be answered. How will you know? How will you know when this prayer is answered? What will be happening? What will you be saying or doing? Well, how will you feel? How will you know that this prayer has been answered? Be-
0: well, and the woman in jail would say, I get to be released. But then maybe. when I'm not released, the real answer to the real prayer is that I still am at peace. Right, that I am strong and, well, yeah, I So, yes, if
1: someone said to me, pray that I will be released from jail on April 4th, Mm -hmm. in that case, it's a hard, I'm released or I'm not. And I probably wouldn't ask the question, how will you know? But if they were saying, what I want you to pray for is that my continuing understanding of myself and my self-esteem. I got you. And then I would say, so how will you know that your prayer, that your self-esteem has improved? How will you know that that's being answered or that that's been answered? So if it's something, or somebody comes and they ask for prayer that they are cancer free because they got a diagnosis last week that Mm -hmm. they have stage four cancer, I'm not going to say, well, how will you know if this prayer has been answered? Right, because right, right. I they're get so you. specific. So I will do a prayer that says, "I stand with Leslie and her intention to experience life cancer-free." And then my whole prayer is going to be not about being cancer-free. It's going to be about her life, you know, expressing fully, and she's always at her best health, and blah 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 and I'm Did the you probably ask you my name and cancer
0: and the sentence <laughs>
1: expressing body expressing healthy and holy okay. and okay. at its best self mm-hmm.
0: okay, Right, right,
1: right. <laughs> you don't want healthy and whole and at at your best health. I get you. Um because we're never actually praying for if if I prayed for uh that person to be cancer-free, I'm still doing it based on a comparison to cancer, a focus on cancer. Mm -hmm. And what I want to focus on is what I know is true about her, that her body knows exactly what to do Mm -hmm. to be at its best at all times. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know whether cancer or some other diagnosis is a part of a bigger thing that she has about I, I'm ready to die. Do you know what I mean? I'm ready to I don't lo- I don't want to be alive anymore and cancer is the method for fulfilling that. I know that she wants to be cancer free. So I'm you know, I'm going to stand in that place where her body knows what to do and that the resources that she needs for the best for her body to operate and express at its best
0: are easily available to her. And your original thinking of, you know, asking people to ask how they'll know for mm-hmm. something more um, um, oblique. Conceptual. conceptual. Mm-hmm. You know, that's so powerful, isn't it? Because you have to have a picture of what self-esteem looks like or the perfect job is or... You know, how will you...
1: And if I do the prayer and I
0: just use what it would
1: mean to me... Right,
0: that's not, yeah.
1: I mean, that's okay in the sense that really when I'm doing a prayer, I'm not really changing anything but my own consciousness. And the feeling of it will be really powerful for me. But if I'm doing the prayer and somebody's going to hear it or I'm emailing them a prayer, it's helpful for me to know because also I feel their energy when they're telling me that oh what that would look like is you know when people when when my old friends um what more what more self esteem and a positive life looks like to me is when my old friends call me up or come by and say come on and join us we're going to this bar or Um, I just got some really good drugs come on and we're going to have a party and I know what that means, that I'm comfortable saying, you know, no, that's not who I am anymore. Right. Right. So if they identify that... Then up, in their yeah, mind, that, when that situation comes up, planting that seed. They, yeah. they already have the seed planted. And when I'm doing the prayer, I felt how their energy shifted mm-hmm. when they expressed that picture of what they would be doing differently. Mm-hmm. And usually, it's like I can feel their energy shift at that point. Then I know they're open to prayer. They're open to the results that come from prayer. Whereas up to that moment, they were just talking about what it, it would be nice if my life was better and I had better self-esteem. Intellectually, I know it would be better if I have stronger self-esteem. But then when they say, oh, if I did have stronger self-esteem, it would mean I could say no to those people who are trying to lead me in the wrong way. That, oh, you, I, you could just feel the heart opening and then I'm open for God to work through me or to work in my life to, for me to make a different choice because God's always standing
0: in the same place. And, again, fabulous practitioner that you are, you would say to them something like, you know, why don't you read this treatment every day or create some sort of practice. Like and, said, and when we're doing sessions... You know, but even that, if you just that see one time, you might suggest when you... If position. you're doing a
1: session, because in a session you've got an hour, and you're actually doing more. If somebody just sits in front of you on a Sunday, we yes. actually have to be careful. And says, so, give me a prayer. Give me a prayer for X. I might ask one question, and I might, depending, I might say, you know, here's something that just came to mind, or there's... Page 290 of the textbook, if you right. have a textbook, really deals with that. But we also have to be really careful about doing that because, in fact, there have been people who have come back and complain. I just wanted a prayer. That's what I wanted. And then this this practitioner had me sit, kept me sitting there for 15
0: minutes because they kept asking me questions and they giving me advice. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. I'm not asking questions, but advice, but suggest. If, if i'm not open to that prayer. and i haven't every day asked no, no. really
1: no not at all never uh, no. it's me trying to save them and giving them more than they what they were ready for or what they asked for
0: mm. and i'm not
1: saying it never happens you know on my the back of my business card mm. my practitioner business card i actually have um, a, a long affirmation but mm-hmm. it's you know and often it is true Often, I will hand people my card, not to encourage them to call me or email me, <laughs> but uh, but to know I'm available. But I will say, you know, if you feel stuck during the week, just read this out loud. See, that's nice. Like the, but the it's abundance not book. No, I
0: get that. I know. Know. Like the abundance book, the 40 days. I just it's like the constant. idea of, you know, doing something every day. We haven't talked about spiritual practices. Every day is, to me, the key of then the proof is more uh, natural, I guess.
1: Yeah. So we're about out of time. And I think this Gosh. Topic is fabulous <laughs> um, because we do all want demonstration that, that, that uh, God ponder. is in our lives and operating in our lives fully and completely. And so much of it goes back to, um, yeah, what do I really believe? Indeed. So that's it for this week of Say Yes to Spirit. And um, please always, as we always remind you, that you can go to the homepage and any time that you are looking for encouragement or ideas about a specific topic and how God can work in your life, just look through our archives and, you know, there will be a topic there and you can (laughs) listen to it. And then you can also go there and see what's coming up in future weeks of Say Yes to Spirit. So we come together again. Say, Say yes, yes to the spirit. spirit.
0: Christmas with an incredible 93% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Line it up! The perfect blend of action, heart, and humor. Not just a great Transformers movie, a great movie, period. Bumblebee. Now playing. Rated PG-13.